Welcome, everyone, to episode 373 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Uh, today's topic is going to be Breath of the Wild Revisited. I've been wanting to do this for a few weeks now. It's a game I've continued to play since I beat it last year. Um, I played quite a bit earlier this year. I've been playing it a lot lately. Um, I don't know if you've played any, Will, since you played it last last year. Uh, I've dabbled, but I haven't yeah. like put ext- like extended periods of time in it. Okay. Um, and my kids both played it a lot. My wife played it for a little bit for ro- the first episode of Rookie Camp. So, uh, And I played a lot this week. So it's, a, it's an episode I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, and actually, the special guest that I teased on Facebook is my son, Max, my oldest son, Max. He's, he's seven. So I recorded uh, the main segment a little bit earlier, uh, and I'll be playing that. I'll be plugging it in for the podcast, and then for the live stream, I'll just play the audio uh so so, you know those in the live stream can can listen to um i i think it's like 20 minutes that we talked about breath of the wild so i I didn't re-listen to it i don't know i think the audio changes a little bit but there's not a lot a lot i can do about that it's not it's not as easy with one microphone when we had the whole studio set up it was easier to have multiple people in the same room everyone got their own microphone but uh that stuff wasn't working anymore so (laughs) single mic setup so um yeah, we'll start that in a minute. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Later on Man, in the we'll probably talk Nintendo. Yeah, we'll talk a lot of Nintendo stuff. There was actually a lot of stuff that came out in NibbleBits over the past, uh, like, a little over a week. Now that a lot of good good stuff that's been happening that we're, we're going to cover. So um, I didn't play anything really other than Breath of the Wild. I very briefly played uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, actually, right before we started recording this, I played. Uh, I decided to stream for like 20 minutes. Um, we are going to have an episode on that. I know Corey's been playing it quite a bit, and I want to play quite a bit before we before we have an episode on it. But uh, we'll talk about that ever so briefly. Yeah. Um, so that's everything, right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, without further ado, I will uh, pause here and plug in the main segment uh with my seven-year-old son max talking about breath of the wild so max we're gonna be talking about breath of the wild okay is that your favorite video game right now yeah yeah uh now i initially wanted as you know wanted you to come on to play mario or to talk about mario odyssey again yeah Um, that's not your favorite game anymore though right Right. Just Breath of the Wild? Yeah, just Breath of the Wild. Okay. What's your favorite thing about Breath of the Wild? My favorite thing is, like, how it was, like, designed, and, like, I like how you can ride horses. That That's, like, my favorite part of Breath of the Wild right now. Okay. I, I really like, I really like it. Now, you remember when you, when you first started, um me helping you a little bit on the great plateau yeah remember that right yeah um but i eventually told you to do it on your own 
and you've since uh, since that, because I, I think I helped you only a little bit at the beginning on the on the Great Plateau, but since then, you've been able to do all four Divine Beasts, right? Yeah. And, like, remember when that one, and I, I kept getting frustrated? Yeah. Like, but then Divine Beast Von Ambrose, I, I finally... I finally got got it. Yeah, and you even you even uh, at least made an attempt at fighting the calamity Gan- Ganon too, right? Yeah. And how'd you do? I mean, we watched you, but how, tell everyone how you did. Yeah, I I did pretty good. I I almost beat him. Mm-hmm. I almost did, but then I didn't have any food, so I'm gonna stock up on a bunch of meals. I'm gonna get a lot of food. For for the time that I fight Calamity Ganon and, like, for the real time. Like, also, the scene that I saw when those Divine Beasts were uh, shooting Ganon with the hotter lasers, that was so cool. That was very cool. He, uh, bring, they, uh, they worn out Ganon halfway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a huge help, and you, you can beat Ganon without doing that, but it's it's a huge help to have that. Now, me and Mama were both very impressed with how well you did against Ganon. I had a lot of trouble with that fight, and you did way better than me. Nice. Yeah, uh, I, I, I had also... a lot. I had a lot of healing healing things that I brought with me when I went to fight Ganon. Yeah, you had that's very what I'm you hearing. had very little, uh, and yeah, you did you did really well against him. We were surprised, but you decided to go back and and power up a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still working on that right now. So um, I'm gonna try when I get upstairs. I'm if I can, I'm gonna try to um, power up a little bit and make get some try to get some more shrines. Um, I also have four spirit orbs, and I've been meaning to trade those in. And I have a, like a bunch of jewels, so uh, I'm gonna try to trade those in soon and get more rupees. Uh-huh. But the main thing is about like getting ready to fight Ganon. Like yeah. I'm almost. Well, I don't have a bunch of food right now, so I'm trying to fight this Lionel. Um, I decided not to right now, so once I beat Ganon, I'll know, like, I can beat the Lionels. Like, one, like even the, the, like, I've watched, like, videos on YouTube, and I've saw the, like, Dark Beast Ganon, and I'm like, I, I'm not, I, I'm not ready to do that right now, mm-hmm. so... And I saw the bow of light that I am not s- super duper well at aiming with bows, but I'm I'm a I'm a little fine at it. Plus, it's not not the thing I do all the time. Right. I usually just go over and smack them with my sword. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't have any types of arrows. Oh, okay. And I might have ancient arrows, but I just don't want to use them because if you. Because if you hit Lionels with them, it just gets them in, in one hit. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't want to use them because um, then the Lionel doesn't drop anything. Like Oh, it just sucks him up and, and he doesn't drop any, any things? Yeah. R- really? I didn't know that. And well, You're teaching me things about the game, too. <laughs> yeah. And um, ancient and uh, the ancient arrows, also, if you shoot Guardian's Eyes... They they get guardians with one hit, and I was so surprised when I saw the video on YouTube. It showed that, and I was like, "What?" Whoa! So like, so who do you want? Who do you watch on YouTube playing Breath of the Wild? Um, Zach Scott. Yep, we watch a lot of Zach Scott Breath of the Wild, don't we? Yeah. Just about every day. 
Yeah. So what's your favorite kind of weapon? My favorite kind of weapon is the Master Sword, actually. Okay. It's uh, it's pretty cool. I love how it lights up when the, there's like a Guardian or Calamity Ganon nearby. Uh-huh. When you're in Hyrule Castle, I think because Calamity Ganon's so big that it lights up like whenever you're at Hyrule Castle. Okay. Even if you're like far away, like underground and far away from Ganon, it's still lit up. Like, it's, the Master Sword is always lit up at Hyrule Castle, so, um, make sure you know that if you, if you ever try to go to Hyrule Castle and you have the Master Sword on, it'll be lit up, it'll be more powerful. And that's why I, um, well, mainly sometimes I use the Master Sword too much and it runs out of energy. I'm gonna make sure it's really fresh and it has a bunch of energy when I have to when I go fight Ganon. So, and then it's, like, a, a little easier, I think. Yeah. And, um, like, Zack Scott switched to something worse than the Master Sword, and he thought it was better. It was something worse because the Master Sword was lit up, and, uh, so that's that was pretty much his best weapon that he had right then. Okay. So I, I was like, what are you doing, man? You you don't know this, like, for real. <laughs> so, um... Okay, so, besides the Master Sword, what's your favorite yeah. weapon? Besides the Master when you, Sword. When you can't use the Master Sword. Okay, so that's pretty much like... Hmm... I have no idea. Good question. Uh, how, like, um... Do you like spears, or short swords, or long swords... Clubs. Well, clubs, I, uh, I bet all of you get this, but I don't like clubs at okay. all. So, because it has a super bad attack, just four, and yeah. I'm like, so, I really, I, um, my favorite weapon besides that is actually the ancient weapons. Ancient weapons, okay. Yeah, because it's, it's so cool, like... They say they're ancient, and they just look so futuristic. Like, even even after Link, even after it's the time Link lives, like, that, that futuristic. Yeah. Even the time that, like, that, that, even after the time that, that we live, it's just so futuristic. It's so cool. Yeah, so who's your, who's your favorite champion? My favorite champion, if you include, if you don't include Link, then it's Rivali. Mm-hmm. But if you can include Link, then it's Link. Why do you like Rivali? Because he's silly. Yeah. And he, uh, he does funny jokes. Yep. Like that time, like where the memory popped up, and like he asked Link to go to the d- d- Divine Beast, and then he was like. Oh, you must pardon me. I forgot you have no way of getting up there on your own. Uh-huh. And that was, like, one of the funniest parts. That's so cool. Yeah. It's so funny. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, next question. So, Mama bought you, just bought you the big, thick player's guide that we saw you reading until really late last night. What were you reading about in there? I was reading about, like... Well, I was mainly looking at the pictures, so I was looking at, like, 
the gold lionels and stuff that's uh in master mode. Yeah. So if you look at the ruins that looks like the battle arena thingy with all the bad guys there, you'll see the lionel walking around and he he'll actually be gold and that's and there are also gold bokoblins, gold was also gold moblins and um in master mode I'm still on the great plateau. Um I'm trying, I'm almost to a shrine on the Great Plateau in Master Mode. Okay. So I wanna, I wanna get to that shrine, so. Yeah. It's more like, like, get the shrine, and the, what's really annoying is be, is the, is the guys on the platforms that the Octoroks are holding up, and yeah. that's so annoying, cause they're high up, and if you're, low they'll look at you and they just keep aiming at you and shooting and shooting and it's just so annoying that's probably the biggest difference right between master mode and the normal one other than the more powerful enemies is there's those floating platforms with bad guys on them but also treasure chests which is nice yeah the treasure chests are good but i'm in the cold so i can't swim over to it and it's like i i really I, I've been trying to knock the Octorox down, but then I'm like, wait, no. There's probably a treasure chest on that, and it's hard to check. Because I don't have, like, Rivali's Gale, and I don't have the Paraglider in Master Mode right now. Okay. So I'm going to try to, like, study the Gold Lionel. And um, I'm going to see what it looks like. I'm not going to try to not be noticed, like, at all. Because I wouldn't be strong enough. If there are other gold guys there, then I would. I really wouldn't want to be noticed, especially by the Lionel, because it was like the hit points were like seven thousand something. Wow. I have another thousand rupees. I have like twenty thousand something rupees. Nice. And, and I uh, uh twenty thousand eight hundred something something. And then I'm gonna try to trade in like those uh the jewels, and I'm pretty sure like I'm gonna get to twenty one thousand something. Okay. I also have a great amount of jewels, so. Uh, have you done any of the champions ballad? I keep trying. That's pretty hard, actually, because yeah. you only have like one quarter of a heart left. Oh, so when you start off with the one-hit obliterator, you haven't gotten through that part yet. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I I never got through that part. Okay. So once I get through that part, I'm gonna be really happy because I've also watched YouTube vi- videos about the Champions Ballad, uh-huh. and that looks um cool because you like still have the abilities that you. That you did before you fought that Ganon. Like, after you fought that Ganon, you still have those abilities. And, like, Herbosa's Fury, I have that, too. So, when I when you have Herbosa's Fury, it's, like, so easy. Especially the Hinox fights and the Maldugas. Those are so easy when you have Herbosa's Fury. Yeah. So, if you have Herbosa's Fury, you should try to do that. But the Lionels, they're, they still stand up to three Herbosa's Furies. And I keep equipping, like, the big weapon that you need two hands. Mm-hmm. I like how you spin, and it can hurt the bad guys. So, like, I keep spinning, like, and it keeps hurting the Lionel. And then, and then when he's about to attack me, 
is when is when I like let go of Y and he and I just and the lightning strikes happen and he's like so like he's like on the ground mm-hmm. not like literally but like um yeah and that's when you can mount him and get up on his back and I like how you can just uh, not go like that that's so slow you can just go like because you're just hitting his back you can't mm-hmm. let go like through his back like yeah so like you're like you can keep doing it especially with the uh, well with the weapons that like takes one hand that you can hold out the shield with them I'm not too I'm not too thrilled because I don't have I the my best weapon that I have right now is actually the Royal Claymore. Okay. Yep. And um I have that and it's a two-handed weapon. Uh-huh. And I like how you spin and like I I try to do that in the Lionel fights, but sometimes I'm too late for letting go away and sometimes he just like for for a second he stands up to the attack and just keeps like and he attacks you and when he makes that fiery shield thingy around him that's that's the hardest part so i'm gonna try to trade in my spirit orbs for a heart i also got all the wheels of stamina three full wheels of stamina nice now um quick another question have you done any of the trial of the sword um i haven't beat them yet i keep trying this um, I'm probably going to do that soon. Okay, it's, pre- it's pretty hard. It took me quite a few tries before I finally got got the hang of the rhythm of it. Definitely. Yeah. I'm through the first two parts of the Trial of the Sword. I haven't done the third one yet. And that's just on my regular playthrough, not on my Master Mode playthrough. Yeah, so um, I'm really thinking that you should you should do that, like... I'm asking you, like, you should do the third trial sometime soon. Yeah. Because then the Master Sword will always be lit up, and and the attack will always be 60. And sometimes it might be the best weapon Uh that you have. So, if you play The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and you haven't, and you've only done two of the Masters, and two of the trials of the sword... Then I'm then I'm recommending you should do the third one because you heard me. Yeah. It'll always be be lit up. It'll always be sixty. So I I I I'd love to get through all three trials. But the thing is, at the end of the third trial, guardians. Yeah, like I saw actual that. guardians. So we watch Zach Scott do that, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, any actual other actual guardians, and I'm like any anything else you want to talk about real quick before we before we stop? Well, yes. Okay. Also, um, I want I want to talk about like my favorite my favorite move. Okay. So I have two favorite moves. Actually, uh, like three. Mifa's grace. I can kind of do without, but um. It's just that I, like, rush to the Lionel fights. Like, I don't wait till Mifa's Grace is ready. Uh-huh. So that's when I'm like, I better wait till Mifa's Grace is ready. That's what I'm doing right now. And like I said, I'm preparing for Ganon, but that's not what we're talking about. So 
I, Herbosa's Fury is the first one we're going to talk about because it's the last one I did. Uh-huh. So, um, that's when, like, that's my, uh, that's my most favorite of all my favorite moves. Because uh-huh. that is actually, like, a a great that like I said that's what I used again that's what I use against the Lionels okay and um I like how it makes a shield looking thing and it does lightning strikes like everywhere even if he's even if the bad guys inside the um inside the thing where the lightning strikes don't don't strike he he still gets hurt like that's so cool yeah anything else um, I'm I'm also gonna talk about Daruk's protection now because that's the other one I did b- before that. Okay. So Daruk's protection is it's, is actually really helpful. Nothing can hurt you while you're um, holding it out, like holding down ZL. That's my favorite part. Uh-huh. So, well, not my most favorite ability, like I said, Urbosa's Fury is. Um, I think it's almost time to be done soon, so, um... Okay, one last quick thing about Breath of the Wild. What do you, yeah, you want to so tell everyone? Yeah, so Daruk's protection is pretty good. And now, Rivali's Gale. Uh-huh. That's my second favorite one. Okay. So, Rivali's Gale is, like, really helpful. So helpful, like, you can hold down X, it's like you're crouching, but then all of a sudden you, um... Like, the, these little spirit thingies pop around you. They go around you, and all of a sudden you let go of X, and you paraglide up. And it's, like, so helpful. There's an updraft, so even if you stop paragliding, you can just start paragliding. when the And the updraft is still doing so. And, like, Places that I can't climb, like, even when I have all the stamina in the whole game. Places that I can't climb is, like, you know. So, that's what I'm trying to get, like. That's when I use Rivali's Gale, and then I actually can climb it. I can actually do it. Sounds good. So, that's what Rivali's Gale is all about. And Mifa's... I can talk about one last thing, which is Mifa's Grace. Mifa's Grace is also pretty helpful. Um, I try to make it a more of a challenge for me, like the Lionel fight, like I said. So um, Mifa's Grace is actually really helpful. Like when you lose all your hearts, Mifa brings you back. Like that's pretty helpful. And you don't need to press a certain button; it just also it just automatically does it. Like. I like that. And uh-huh. it gives you extra hearts, like, no matter what. Yeah. Especially when you have Mifa's Grace Plus, that might give you, like, like, how much hearts you have two times when you don't have, like, all the hearts you can have. Right. And when there can only be three or two, like, whatever. So, that's... That's what I want to talk about. Very nice, Mr. Max. So, and one more thing. The shrines. Go ahead. The shrines are cool. Yeah. I like how you can go inside them. Some I, some even my dad here doesn't know how to do. (laughs) It's true. 
Like he, I asked him to help me with this one where there are like star thingies, and you have to look at them. They're on a big wall. Yeah, I couldn't figure that one out. And you could you could look at them and the crazy long ones. If there are two, you put in the you put the ball in the two like. So that's really hard. And when there are like normal L shaped ones, you put the normal L shaped ones in the like in the whatever number it is, like second or third or fourth or fifth or whatever number it is. And that's really hard. So I can also do the modest test, the major tests of strength. Now that I have the guardian armor and the ancient soldier. The ancient soldier gear. That's pretty cool. And one more thing. When mm-hmm. I was looking at a book, it's, it showed that you can get divine beasts, like the hats that make you look like the, that make you look like you have the head of a divine beast. Oh, and really? I'm like, is I want to find the book. Is that from Amiibo, maybe? That, that's the book. That, that's what the book says. Oh. I'm going to try to read it. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to read it to see if, like, it's from the Amiibo. It might be from a Divine Beast Amiibo. Maybe. Uh, if you can get them, because they might not be out. The book might just be being crazy for right now. So okay. that's all, right. all I want to talk about. All right. Thanks for joining me, Mr. Max. Yeah. So that Max talking with me about Breath of the Wild. Uh, what's your what's your input, Will? He taught me some things. Yeah, he's taught me some things too. The Lionel thing. Had no idea about yeah. any of that. Um, it's amazing to me how much he knows about the game. Yeah, you know, like just the knowledge the vast knowledge of the game is just impressive to me at such a young age because like it's not like we're playing age of empires 2 like i used right. to where like it's an rts but you know you learn everything pretty easily like this is a full blown like open world rpg that he's yeah. just he's just knows how to play it's incredible it, to me it's a it's a very complex game and he's like he's done outside of the uh the great plateau he's done all the shrines and stuff himself all the divine beasts he did himself uh yeah, all, you know all the, all, all the stuff that he's gotten in his game all the pieces of armor weapons and stuff is that he's all gotten it himself so um yeah and, and i i talked about it when we when we did the rookie camp but part of the reason why i wanted that to be the first game that my wife and i did for uh rookie camp was because of how impressed I was with with Max playing Breath of the Wild. And Marlo, too, my daughter, also plays it. She's not quite as good as him, but she's also only four. Yeah. So, you know, it the the yeah, it's a it's a complex game, so yeah, good stuff. Like um, just I, there's there's things that I still learning like when you guys talked about the DLC, like I have no context for any of that because I actually haven't played any of the DLC yet, which I need to really get to. Yeah, uh, I, I, part of the reason why I wanted to do revisit it is because I did want to talk about that and touch on that stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it, you know, it, Nintendo was slow to the DLC game, but the DLC parts that they've come out with with the games, you know, with their their big franchises has all 
for the most part, been really good. So, so yeah, the first piece of DLC was uh, Champions Ballad, which we talked about. It's uh, it gives you a little more background into like what happened in the story. Gives you a little more, a little more, uh, a few more like cutscenes and stuff. Uh, but I don't remember how exactly it's structured, but it starts off where you have to do like a trial. You get a weapon called the one hit obliterator mm. and you can kill anything in one hit. But also if you take a hit, you die. So that that's a really hard part because there's enemies like uh, like the Keezy swarm that comes after you. That's really hard to fight off uh, without getting hit at all. So there's that part. And then there's a few like divine beast type dungeons uh and like i said you know you you get the the story parts that that uh fill out the the backstory a little bit um and then after you complete all that you get the what's called the master cycle zero which is link's own personal divine beast uh that's like a it looks like a dirt bike like something on mario kart (laughs) that's right okay i remember seeing Uh, that and people commenting on that which is really cool yeah uh and since they've since added the master cycle zero and the breath of the wild link to mario kart 8 which is awesome to them that they did that so mm-hmm. uh no that was actually the second piece of dlc the first piece was the trial of the sword so the trial of the sword is uh i don't know if you ever went to eventide isle oh yeah definitely yeah it, it's like that so you go into this series of dungeons uh one room at a time and you complete whatever task it is killing whatever enemies in there with just the stuff that you collect like you go in there with nothing and it's, you just you know cl- slowly collect stuff and you know try to keep yourself alive if you die you have to start all over again at the beginning um so yeah it's just you know being resourceful uh in that and i've i've completed the first two parts of that i haven't done the third to to fully unlock the the power of the, the master sword but okay uh, that's really good too uh, it's good good pieces of DLC. I've put 145 hours uh, just on my profile, and that's not even the... Because I, I had a different profile when I did the Rated G Games videos for Breath of the Wild. Um, so that's probably another 8 or 10 hours, I would say, on top of the 145 that I put on my profile. Oh. Now, uh, what was I going to say? It was about the the first piece of dlc i can't remember what i was gonna say now a champion's ballad yeah it's gonna be something about that or is that the first one no that that was the second one trial of the, trial sword, of the sword first one i had a question about trial of the sword but now i yeah. can't remember what it was if you think of it just ask do you know how many hours max has put in comparatively to you i wanted to check but i didn't i, I will check and i will i will tweet that or something okay uh because i i did want to check before i came down and i forgot it's a lot he's played a lot i know he put 200 hours into mario odyssey wow so yeah i mean some of that was with the game like on but like on the tv but him yeah. you know because the kids screwing around yeah 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 uh, but you know he played a lot of it too so uh but it's definitely i think breath of the wild will i have to revisit my top 10 list but it'll be in the top five probably two or three yeah, if I had to guess, that's how much I I like the game, and with all the games that are coming out, with all the games I have to play, I've been playing Breath of the Wild Master Mode, um, which is weird. Like when I was playing it before, I tried the Master Mode like after I beat it, and I was like kind of done with it uh, for a while, and I it was too hard for me. But I realized that you just have to be more careful about combat, like especially right at the beginning, you can't rush into fights because you'll break your weapon, all your weapons, and not be able to kill whatever you're trying to fight. You just have to avoid it or uh use your 
use your bombs and stuff, stuff that you can uh, regenerate, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the master mode is cool because, uh, the, I mean, the main difference is the uh, difficulty. So all the enemies you fight are like one level higher than they normally would be. So like right at the beginning, you're fighting like kind of hard uh, bacoblins and, and moblins and Liz of flows and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, the cool thing too, is they added floating platforms like in various places, uh, usually like hanging around bridges or around water. Uh, there'll be a lot of them and they have enemies on them that, and once they see you, they can float in your direction and attack you, Mm -hmm. uh, from all these different angles. So that's not only is it really cool that, that the game systems allow for that sort of thing, um, because it's all it's all physics based. So like one of my favorite things to do is to shoot the the um, Octorok balloons and pop them and dump yep. whoever the enemies off. It doesn't always work, but you can do that sometimes because I was fighting one that had electric arrows uh, earlier today, actually. So that was that was kind of hard. I couldn't get close enough to be able to fire my arrows, uh, you know, carefully enough to knock the knock the guy off, but not lose the treasure chest that was on it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's it's really cool. Now, can you believe that kids are growing up playing games like Breath of the Wild? Like, no wonder no. why kids are bored with yeah. regular life today. Like, growing up, like being immersed in this world and then like living normal life. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, we we have trouble with that with 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 Max with school because yeah, he you know it's 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 boring for him because it doesn't. It, well, first of all, it doesn't challenge him in the way like breath of the wild does, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, just the, just the puzzles alone, like for a seven year old to solve all those, you know, and you just don't, you don't get that school. Well, school doesn't exactly incite creativity, but a game like breath of the wild is creativity based, you know, oh, you get to, very creative. Yeah. You get to do, you can solve these puzzles any way that you can come up with it. Like, you know, talking about going through some of the shrines where I was able to collect, connect currents of electricity. Yeah. Like, no games do do that, but this one does, and, like, it allows you to be creative, and, you know, like, schools don't do that anymore. So, it's just, like, if you're pigeonholed into just being, you know, doing homework and being not challenged like that, like, video games are key to have that outlet for kids. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like there was one other point I wanted to make about Breath of the Wild. I don't know. It's it's hard to imagine that it was a Switch launch title. Yeah. You know, uh, you look back at the PS4 and Xbox One launch titles and nothing is even close to that caliber. Yeah, no, it, so. it is definitely the best launch game to ever come out. And pro- I would I would say, yeah, probably ever. Uh, maybe Mario 64 with the Nintendo 64. Was that a launch title? Yeah, that was pretty That's good. Pretty, pretty good launch well, title. <laughs> it's Nintendo. Right, right, exactly. How can these companies not have good launch titles like anymore? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they have like, well, no, I I don't even think the PS4 or uh, Xbox One had good like multi-platforms. I I think the games that came out for it were average, you know, at best. Battlefield 4. Was that a launch? Yeah. Title or did that come out a couple weeks after? Was it launch window? I think it was launch title. Okay. But like, that battlefield wasn't as good as three or bad company two. Like, right. so, I mean, you know, it's not breath of the wild or Mario 64 caliber. That's for sure. Right. right. 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. If you have a switch and haven't played breath of the wild, do it. If you don't have a switch, get one and play breath of the wild. Uh, cause not only is it an amazing console game, but you can also play it on the go and it plays really well in the handheld mode. Uh, that's how I played probably 95% of it. The first time I played through was, was in handheld. I, I've played a little bit more on the TV now cause, um, I'll usually play it like when my wife is is down here doing a workout and I've finished my workout for the night. Uh, that's that's what I'll play. And I've, I've been playing a little bit now that my older two are in school. Uh, I'll let you know if the twins are occupied, I'll I'll fire up Breath of the Wild on the TV uh, for a little bit. So I've, I've have played a little bit more on the TV than I did the first first time through. I think as soon as I be Octopath, Dan, is when I will go play Breath of the Wild again. Yeah. It's hard because, again, uh, we've talked about it, but there's a lot of new awesome games that are coming out or that came out or that are coming out. And, you know, uh, so it to me, it's it speaks a lot about how good Breath of the Wild is, is that that's what I want to play. And I'm so excited to play more Hollow Knight and Dead Cells and Hyperlight Drifter. But yeah. this nagging feeling of I need to play Breath of the Wild has been persisting all summer. And yeah. I've been like, I'll get to it as soon as I finish mm-hmm. Octopath. Little did I know Octopath was going to put seventy six hours of <laughs> game time in on me. I, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm at about sixty. <laughs> so I'm not not that far behind. Uh, so you know, that's an amazing game. But uh, again, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. I am dedicating this weekend though to playing Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Tomb Raider's out. Like, it's officially yeah. out right now, right? We think on Steam. I think so. I saw a lot of people playing it. I know you could pay for a more expensive version and get earlier access to it. Here, I'll check. I, and see. I wasn't going to do that, but even if I have to wait till midnight, I'll wait till midnight. Games. Dan. Dan. You think it's under S? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, Shadow Warrior, Shadow Run, Dragonfall. So it doesn't appear to be up for me yet. Yeah, maybe it's not out, not technically out yet. I know, I, like, I had a patch to download, and a lot of times that's the launch patch, but because I pre-downloaded it a few days ago. So yeah, the game will unlock approximately thirteen hours. In thirteen hours, so it's tomorrow, like literally tomorrow. Yeah, it seems that way. Dang it! That's stupid. I really don't like that they do that. Yeah, I prefer the midnight instead of the one o'clock. I'll you, check again at midnight. We'll see. Yeah, we well, might as well. And sometimes it says that, but it hasn't been accurate before. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's all I have to say about Breath of the Wild. I love that game. Like I said, it'll probably end up being two or three. I, I can't see it supplanting Final Fantasy VI only because of the nostalgia I have for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of defined my childhood game gaming. Um, so probably won't supplant that but it could it could supplant everything else mm-hmm. so yeah breath of the wild good stuff all right let's get into nibble bits should we keep this nintendo train rolling and just might as well we'll roll into the some of the nintendo direct stuff that came out now dan i yeah. know one thing about it and it's what i asked in our group message the rest i have not okay seen so I'll run through what this Kotaku article says everything announced during today's Nintendo Direct. Uh-huh. Perfect. So this leads off with a new Luigi's Mansion game in development. Yep. So Luigi's, Luigi's Mansion, Mansion 3. 3. Yeah. 
So Luigi is alive. Luigi is alive. That was actually people think that that little uh, little scene where he died was a teaser for Luigi's Mansion Three announcement. You know, I he, actually he was in the you know in his Luigi's Mansion gear and stuff. So I actually wondered that same thing if they were working on it because that's a very specific character in that specific environment for them to yes. pick. Yes, that's exactly right. So. Yeah, and the internet has really gotten behind Luigi dying as like a thing. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. So that's yeah, that awesome. Was, that, that was that was a very exciting announcement for me. Uh, I know Max likes uh, Luigi's Mansion. We have we have uh, one of the Luigi Lu, one of the Luigi's Mansion games. I never played it. I always wanted to, uh, but that's a that's a very cool announcement. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I'm pretty excited for this one too. I haven't, my, like, same as you, haven't really played a Luigi's Mansion game, so I think this is going to be a really cool one to get into. Because honestly, the Switch can do no wrong at this point. Yep. Um, next, Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn is coming to the 3DS. Uh, haven't played it, so I don't know anything about it, but I know people really love Kirby. So yeah. Star uh, Allies was good. I Star Allies. So yeah, I mean, that's cool. We're getting more Kirby. Uh, Bowser's Inside Story is coming to 3DS. Uh, don't really have an opinion on that one. Yeah, nothing. Um, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is coming to Switch. Uh, so that is that the is that a re-release? That's that the way? Wii U one, yep. Okay, so this is coming out January 11th. Okay, I wonder if the it being the deluxe version if that means it comes with the new super new super luigi the luigi version of that too because there's so two versions the luigi version is the like harder version of the game so funny you say that the last sentence in this blurb says the deluxe edition will include include new super luigi u okay january 11th so that's everything then so that we have that on the wii u that exact version not the deluxe version but we have the dual version of mario u and luigi u Okay, and you know what? I know a lot of people hate re-releases, uh, but you know what? Because the Wii U kind of flopped and a lot of people didn't get a chance to play these games, I have no problem with all this stuff getting ported. I'm not probably going to buy this one, but I have no yeah. problem with them porting yeah. it over. So. I, I'm, the same, I'm the same way. Like, I used to have a problem with ports, but, like, access is such a huge issue anymore with games. Yep. Uh, with with server shutting down and, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find older games. Uh, outside of PC, you know, PC is kind of has everything always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, access is a huge issue. And like you said, the Wii U flopped. People didn't play the Wii U. There was 13 million, I think, lifetime sales Yeah. for the Wii U. And the Switch has already surpassed that by quite a bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a good thing. Definitely. Yeah, I'm definitely for them. Uh, next, Katamari Damacy, whatever, is getting yeah, a Switch know. remaster much about that this is one of those games that people love so yeah never never played a katamari game um next nintendo shared more about their new switch online service it'll be out september 18th and will support online play classic nes games with online support cloud saves um so yeah (laughs) the pricing looks like it's broken down to 3.99 for one month 7.99 7.99 for three months and 19.99 for 12 months. I don't know how this family plan works, Dan. That 
Uh, you know, know. No. <laughs> Do uh, any of us no. know? No, I, they didn't really. Uh, for me, I, this is like all stuff I already knew. So they didn't really clarify anything for me. Um, that being said, I'm still going to be getting it and whatever, you know? Yeah, no, I'm probably going to get that too. Um, after that, the Switch is getting a NES style controller. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, wirelessly connect to the Switch, won't work with all classic NES games. Also connects to the tablet so you connect one to each side of the tablet to charge them oh my god that's cool that's incredible i think Uh, you get you get two in a pack for 60 uh but you have to be a subscriber to the nintendo switch online thing to be able to buy them okay so yeah yeah, no they look cool uh i'm for them this one has me actually really excited uh i read it to you before our podcast but game freak is making a new rpg for the switch it's called town uh it's a working title and it involves protecting a town from monsters and it'll be out in 2019 uh i mean nintendo is one of my favorite is my favorite franchise ever um so i'm interested to see what game freak does with a yeah. new I wonder ip if, if it's gonna be like um a little bit like dragon quest builders uh maybe a little Fortnite, like that type of that type of rpg it has the Dragon Quest art style. It, yeah. it reminds me a little bit of what I would think. What was that 3DS game, Fantasy Life? Yeah. Yeah. That we all, that, oh. It was something like that where you could yeah. change your job and whatnot. Yeah. I was a huge fan of it. I know Corey and Eric weren't big on it, but the style reminds me of that game, but what the three or the Switch version would look like. Yeah, I could see that. So. I am excited for that, uh, even though we know nothing, but whatever. Yeah. City Skylines out on Switch today. That was a nice surprise. That's huge. I love yeah. that. I kind of want to get it, but I know I shouldn't because I have it on PC already. Yep. Same here. <laughs> um, Civilization Six coming to Switch. This was weirdly got announced because I knew it was getting announced before it got announced. It got announced last week. Uh, yeah. So Nintendo's this direct was supposed to be last week. Uh, but there was earthquakes in Japan, so they, they delayed it like a week. Uh, and I, I believe it was Firaxis just announced outright that Civ 6 was coming to the Switch. Yep. So that's um, awesome. I will be getting Civ 6 on the Switch. Yes, I will. I was wondering if you will. It's coming November 16th. Uh, I, don't local multi- I don't know if I'll get it then, uh, only because Diablo 2 or Diablo 3 comes out on November 2nd, I believe. So the switch needs to stop, man. I can't, Too I can't many. get everything. Uh, world of final fantasy going to be on switch, uh, out November 6th, uh, in final fantasy, the uh, 12, the Zodiac age is coming to switch and final fantasy seven, nine, 10, 10, two coming to switch. We're getting final fantasy that like crazy. Um, I so the first one coming up is in fact World of Final Fantasy, as I said, November sixth. And then after that, I think they said a lot of them will be coming early next year. Yes, twenty nineteen. So we'll be having to look forward to those. But that's cool. I mean, I'll probably buy Final Fantasy seven again. I probably and, will buy Final Fantasy seven again. Yes, and probably nine because I haven't played nine yet. Yeah. So. Uh, and I don't really want to play it on my phone. So yeah, I've never played ten or ten two. That may that may be a buy. It, de- it depends on what's coming out for the Switch early next year. Other than 
uh, other than uh, you know the stuff that we know that's coming out. You know, if there's anything surprising that's coming out, mm-hmm. that may take precedence. But I do, I do want to have those games on my Switch. Last, Maybe. but and last but not least, Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> The only thing that I knew about from Eric was Animal Crossing's Isabella. Isabella is coming to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. New character. I don't think she's an Echo. No, she's definitely not an Echo now that I remember. I watched her gameplay. Um, I guess they also announced a follow-up to an, an Animal Crossing for Switch, too. It doesn't say it in here, but I, Eric, I think, said that they did end up announcing an Animal yes. Crossing. Yep, Animal, Animal Crossing. Uh, it's a working title. It's coming out in 2018. So that was officially announced. So, real quick, before yeah. I finish up with the rest of the thing, next year we have a new Pokemon, a new Animal Crossing, a new Fire Emblem, all of these Final Fantasies, a new Game Freak game. Yeah. God. I don't think that that's too good to be true. And maybe later that. in the year, maybe later in the year, the Metroid prime four that's right we don't know when that's supposed to come out i forgot they announced that too so, um is nintendo gonna take over the gaming for us i don't know the uh, in japan the switch has almost sold as many uh systems as the ps4 with a three-year <laughs> yeah playstation had a three three-year head start <laughs> yeah four-year head start however long that is insane um so a couple other things. The original Luigi's Mansion is coming to 3DS. Um, Yokai Watch Blasters is coming with new content. Splatoon 2 is getting another set of maps. Um, Mario Tennis Aces is getting another update on September 19th with Birdar, Shagai, Koopa, Paratroopa, and PD Piranha as playable characters. So that's awesome. I think if we do the tournament right now, we get Diddy Kong as well. Okay. Uh, so there's more characters, four more coming. Um, Lord of the Rings, The Living Card Game, uh, Pandemic, uh, The World Ends With You, uh, showed off some stuff with that, Warframe hits Switch November 20th, uh, yeah, but that's crazy, Nintendo had a really good direct. Yes, yes it did. We'll talk about their, uh online when we can actually because i still don't understand a lot of a lot of it no um, they have not really clarified no that's all right i'll go on blind i don't care yeah that's fine the subreddit's gonna i, I bet is going bonkers right now about it that's all they've done is complain about the online you know honestly i'm getting well because eric said people were complaining if they didn't announce a new animal crossing but yeah. they, it's just like can you guys just be happy here's the thing will i i've seen this a lot actually and i'm not sure if it's like a movement but i've seen okay so reddit people (laughs) complain constantly so uh i've seen it probably i bet you four or five times now so someone will start a thread complaining about something and one of the first comments is we'll say something like calm down my dude or simmer down my dude and it's not the same person but it's it's i'm starting to see that more and more often now uh, and I don't know, like I said, I'm not sure if it's a movement of people that are like, hey, just chill out, like try to enjoy things, you know, but it's it's the same type of phrasing. It's simmer down, my dude, or calm down, my dude, or something like that. And it's I always just, that one line. Well, what is with just like, I feel like gaming has just people have become so entitled. 
I like, don't think it's just gaming. I think it's everything. Well, it is. It is life. I think it's because I'm more plugged into that's gaming. That's the world it's, we're plugged into. Yeah. Like, well, even like when I look at sports and stuff, like people aren't entitled to anything. Like, but like when I pay attention to like anything gaming, it's just everybody's just like with the new Smash stuff. Like, honestly, people just aren't happy that we're getting every single character ever to be in the game in there over a hundred stages on top of a new character is like get over that waluigi is not in the game like yeah who cares you're getting you're getting over 70 characters in this game with unique movesets like shut up be happy yeah. i don't know it's just i'm honestly just getting really really sick of seeing people piss and moan especially it's on reddit too that it's horrible yeah so that's my rant for today okay um but other nibble bits dan i don't really i've got a couple okay yeah you go for it uh so the first one and this was super exciting news it's that the kingdom of kingdoms of amalur ip was bought by thq nordic uh which immediately led people to believe they were going to do a remaster and a new game uh which is cool however um I read somewhere. Oh, I and Jake actually alerted Idaho. Jake alerted me to this, uh, which was awesome. Uh, apparently, EA has to approve a remaster. So, I mean, if that, I feel like if that's something people would be interested in, though, they would be for that. You know, yeah. Uh, with some modern touches, like that, could still be a really good game. Like, I play it. I, I, every few months, I'll fire it up on my computer and play for a few minutes uh but you know with uh with some field of view tinkering and uh ultra wide monitor support like it it looks awesome still you know it's a really fluid cool game uh so there might be might be enough people i would buy it on the switch in a heartbeat you know oh my god yeah so uh we'll see what happens with that Uh, at the very least they'll probably be able to do a new game a new kingdoms of amalur so yeah i'm i'm really happy or hoping that they end up doing a uh a remaster or just a brand new game in general yeah. that would be awesome yeah with the same type of systems just kind of modernized a bit yep that's what i'm really that's what i'm hoping for uh and then my next noble bit uh, my last noble bit was that the original final fantasy crystal chronicles is coming to switch and ps4 remember crystal crystal chronicles will I do. I never got very far in it, uh, yeah. but I remember really, really being into it when I did play. Yeah, I mean, I always try to play it by myself, which is not the way to play that game. That's a game I nope. play with people. Uh, but yeah, that was an awesome game. So that's very cool that they're remastering that. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. Uh, Nintendo's really going through the effort to bring us these older titles. That and I think it's so cool. Yeah, that, that one's we're Nintendo. Out, we're... Switch and PS4 for that one. Okay. I mean, where, where else are we going to be able to play Crystal Chronicles on our yeah. old GameCube? Uh, GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> Again, access being a problem. Like, I used to kind of get fussy about the uh, the ports and re-releases and stuff, but not anymore. But uh, part of that, too, was because I'm used to playing games on a PC where uh, access isn't as much of a problem. So, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got for Nibble Bits. How was your week, Will? Good. I was in Florida. Yeah. Um. So I did my my drive, made it there, 
I'm sorry if we have fans in Alabama, but that state, man. <laughs> I don't know if it was the end of the drive that was just really dragging, but I was just going through Alabama at like three in the morning, four in the morning, and I was just like, man, what a boring state. <laughs> um so the drive was pretty good. It was actually amazing. There was no issues with it. Um, usually whenever I'm driving, I feel like somebody's almost causing an accident. Ned didn't see that at all. Um, nice. I was very pleased with that. No issues getting down there. And then I got to Florida, got to check in early, and then I napped until my friend got out of her classes and then hung out, uh, went to the beach. The beach is awesome. I think one of my favorite beaches ever was is that beach down in Pensacola. Uh, you know, like, some of the beaches on the east coast of Florida, Dan, like how there's, like, rocks in it, shells, um, yeah. like, we- weeds. This one actually didn't have anything. It was just all white sand, uh, which I was actually really impressed with because even beaches that I've been in, like, up here in New York or, you know, in North Carolina, they've all been kind of, like, you know shells some rocks in there but this had nothing in it so i'm kind of curious like it was on the golf i don't know if that plays a difference in any of it yeah probably but it was actually a really nice beach uh super hot i got really sunburnt on my face and i don't usually sunburn at all but like in the classes the past couple days like the flakes of my head you know when your skin peels is just like falling on my papers and i'm like man brushing it off um what else I don't know. I just uh, it was nice to have that vacation and get away. Um, I wanted to be be there a little bit longer, but I had to come back for school. Um, uh-huh. fo- football, football came back. Yeah, football's back. Now, I it was funny. I was up. I had a hundred and ten points in in fantasy. Uh-huh. Uh, I was beating the person I was playing by sixty, and I was like, ah, got this. Uh, took off my plane at about. Three o'clock, four or four o'clock, uh, flew like landed, you know, did whatever, you know, flow flew home, woke up the next day at like two. I was like, I'll check fantasy and see what this final score ended up being. Didn't I just end up losing? Oh man. (laughs) Uh, and what happened was, was I had Marcus Mariota, Doug Baldwin, Travis Kelsey, and the Chargers defense. Mariota got hurt and had a horrible game, so he only had, like, two points. Kelsey only caught one pass, had a point. Chargers got me negative points in defense. Uh-huh. And then Doug Baldwin got hurt, and he didn't catch a single pass. So right there, my four four players got me three points combined. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up losing, and it really sucked because I was going off that week. Uh, I was really excited. I thought my team was going to be awesome. But nope, and then we I lost in our family league, too, embarrassingly. Uh-huh. So it was a rough week in fantasy for me. Yeah, I won both my first first games. There you go. Uh, one 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 handily. One was close, but yeah, good start for me so far. Who's your best player? Um, it was Julio Jones. Yep, me too. In in one league, I didn't. I don't. I see. I don't check our family's league as closely. I mostly follow Val's family's league because it's money league. Yeah, and they do a live in person draft. So, you know, there's the there's trash talking during the during the actual draft. Yeah. Uh, However, um, so I I went to that. Usually, like we will go as a family. You know, I'll draft my team. My wife will draft her team. Uh, But with four kids and the twins being mobile like they are, like I just went and I drafted her team and I drafted my team. 
Uh, so I brought my I brought my Chromebook so I could look up stats, uh, and I ended up getting A minuses for both of our drafts, uh, which hey, was cool. There you go. Uh, that was, those those are the top two two drafts for for our team. So I was pretty pretty happy with that. You didn't draft Le'Veon Bell, did you? No, no. Uh, so my wife had an earlier pick than I did. I finished third last year in the league, so I pitched, I picked towards the end. Uh, and I ended up with Todd Gurley. Not what? Uh, yeah, that that late. It was because uh, I is there twelve teams I think, and I got to Todd Gurley ninth. That blows my. He was consensus number one. Yeah, oh, I know <laughs> everywhere. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> the the two people that finished ahead of me would have picked him. But God. so all there, right, I guess there's a few I, pe- yeah, there's a few people who aren't uh, totally on the up and up with like the way the way fantasy works. Like they know good play. They all drafted good players. Uh, but my wife wanted Antonio Brown. So I yeah. think she had third or fourth pick. So she took she took Antonio. I took Antonio Brown for her third or fourth pick. So, well, I, I, I listen to fantasy football podcasts and a lot of people say if you want to take Antonio Brown top three, go for it because he's a surefire. Like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Can't, can't miss. Yep. Um, that's interesting. So it's one of those things that because the top three, which was you guys, you guys are the most up on football, but the rest yep. are kind of like more casual into football. So they don't know that it's casual into fantasy. Okay. Really into football, casual into fantasy. So are these the type of people who would be like, I want back Prescott with my no. first pick? No, but like Tom Brady got drafted really early. Okay. Uh, yeah, and quarterbacks, you know, if they do really well, can score more than running backs. But it's it, it's hard to get a good, consistent running back. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's that's crazy. Yeah, it's PPR, too, which also makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so players like Cooper draft. Cup are a little bit more valuable than right. somebody right, who'll exactly. catch one pass for a touchdown. Right. right. So Larry Fitzgerald, uh, who yep. catches who catches eleven passes for like eighty six yards, is a is a good player to have. Yep, because he so much value to him. Yep. So. Yeah, I I like PPR way more. When we do our family league that I'm starting next year, we're going to be doing at least half point PPR. So yeah, I like. Yeah, PPR. we always did half a point, but uh, last year we went to full. Full, a full point mm-hmm. for for four receptions. So, yeah, I only asked about Le'Veon Bell because I know Val has him in our family league. Yes, yes, she does. I'm trying to take take him from her. I've been offering our trades. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, it's funny. Well, I got James Conner in both of my leagues. I drafted him with the last pick in both of my leagues. Oh, nice. uh, just kind of why not? Because last pick doesn't matter and. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell is not coming back to the Steelers, I don't think. So, what are they uh, gonna do with him? Trade or uh, he comes back week eleven and he finishes up the year. But at that point, apparently, what was gonna happen was he was gonna come back earlier than he is now. But once his offensive line started trashing him, uh, he was like, "I'm not com- gonna come back." Crazy. So, yeah, I actually kind of feel bad for him, but yeah. Because, you know, when you're a running back and you're getting 500 touches a year and you're going to have only, like, five more years of productive play, like, go get paid. Yeah, yeah, my, absolutely. That's what I think, in my opinion. I know they're all playing a game and they're making millions of dollars, so you should suck it up. But at the same time, like, if you can get that money, go get it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Especially, like you said, running backs do not last very long. Yeah, and he's a power back, so he takes a lot of hits. So. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's been my fancy thing this year. I've been trying to get Lev Bell and 
I actually had one really good draft in my my work league, and I'm really happy. But because I've got like Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins as my wide receivers, so uh-huh. I'm pretty stacked at wide receiver. Nice. But yeah, honestly, that's really it for me. It's just football and my trip. Now I'm doing back to school, back to work, kind of normalizing everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy couple weeks because, like I said, we had the you know we had parties Labor Day football draft party we had a family party for i don't even know if i talked about this last week i may have but it's a like a lot of september birthdays so my my wife's birthday is on the fifth our twins birthday is on the sixth my birthday was on monday uh so we had you know all sorts of parties and we had the twins family party here on saturday so it was cleaning up then on sunday uh while i was watching the giants game i was moving furniture around like i said my computer is down in a temporary studio downstairs again uh, until i get everything set up the way i want it um that's why we had to delay rookie camp this Mm -hmm. week a a night because i didn't my computer wasn't set up and everything on sunday so um so it's been a been a crazy couple weeks uh all sorts of appointments and oh it's just and it's not going to slow down anytime soon so uh, but I hope once I get more into a routine of things, it'll be easier uh, trying to get the older two out the door and ready for school in the morning and picking them up from school at the end of the day. Yeah, it's crazy. It's school. It's weird with me, at least. Dan, I don't know if you're the same way. It offers a little bit more comfort, but it also can be busier, you know, like, yeah. you can you can just sit back and relax a little bit more, but it also is, can be stressful. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is just having a more normal like routine now mm-hmm. that's, that's made it a little bit easier. Uh, cause when, when everyone was home during the day, if we didn't go to my parent, you know, to your house to swim, yeah. it was me making food and cleaning up for everybody all day, <laughs> the entire day. So, uh, uh, at least now it's just me and the twins, uh, for most of the day. And I can, do some stuff besides clean and make food yeah yeah no uh, i i don't know if it's i'm lucky because my school sc- semester is pretty easy this this semester but like i like the normalized routine of it a little bit more than yeah, summertime definitely. i also work a lot less so that makes me happy yeah definitely uh so yeah this week's rookie camp we played xcom xcom enemy unknown that was really fun i have to watch it see yeah, what you the, thought yeah, she she enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot different than what she expected, and definitely way out of her ballpark of yeah. games she usually likes to play. So that's it was good stuff. Yeah, that's um, awesome. God, I feel like I had something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, no, I think that's everything. I swear I had something else. Oh, whatever. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Uh, no, but yes, definitely rest in peace. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get into what we played. Will, uh, you got anything to talk about? Sadly, no. Uh, I'm going to make a, cons- a concerted effort to play Octopath and try and get through it here within the next week or two, maybe. I don't know. Um, that's going to be my goal. So Okay. Um, Yes, for, I, I mostly have been playing Breath of the Wild. I played a very little bit of Dragon Quest XI, uh, which me and Corey split. And uh, I started it, I want to say, was it earlier this week? Maybe late last week? Um, and I played on the Steam Link, but I was having weird control issues. So 
whenever I would use the left control stick and the uh, to move the character, like the con- camera would snap in all these weird ways. It was very, very uh, confusing. Like I couldn't it, figure out why it was doing it. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but I actually played a little bit right now before before we started this episode um, with my Xbox One controller on the actual like computer, uh, and it's worked really well. It's really really nice art style. Um, it's a JRPG. It's a Dragon Quest game. One of the the thing that shocked me the most was some of the sounds are still the same from the first Dragon Warrior game on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that brought me right back to that many many years later. Brings back that nostalgia for you. Yes, definitely. Uh, so that's definitely one I'll be playing more of. Me and Corey are going to do an episode on that at some point. Next so, week? Probably not next week. We'll pro- I'm going to probably try to do Tomb Raider next week. Because I know that's not super long. Uh, mm-hmm. If I can get like halfway or two-thirds of the way through it, I'll be happy enough to, to do an episode on it. Okay, gotcha. And it's a game we'll you, you want to put as much time in it as you can, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest is one I want to play for a while before we do an episode on. I know we have Life is Strange 2 coming up soon, so that'll be towards the end of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one I think we're all going to play, right? We're all splitting it and going to play it? Yeah, oh my god, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um. All right, well, let's get into feedback then. Sounds good. I know we got a couple pieces. Check, check, check. Oh, come on. I hate Facebook so much. Facebook is the worst. We got, we, we did, we got a feedback on, on, uh, On, on Facebook, Facebook that, that I'm not sure how to access from my phone. Oh, there. Oh, I just had it. What did I do? OK, here we go. Uh, so this is from Rachel. Uh, hey, guys, Rachel in Cleveland here. Just want to give some input for the great characters and gaming topic. My first thought was all my all time favorite game, Borderlands 2. So many winners in that game. Handsome Jack, Tiny Tina, Claptrap, Sir Hammerlock, Mordecai, Lilith, Scooter. Just a handful that come to mind. If I had to pick a favorite, I guess I'd choose Scooter, only because my friends and I still quote him a lot, even though we haven't played the game together in years. Keep up the good work, guys. Oh, I also wanted to mention I love when you have Valand. All right, take care all. So thanks, Rachel. Actually, uh, the Borderlands Two Borderlands is my fa- Borderlands Two is my one my favorite Borderlands game too, uh, and there is some absolutely fantastic characters in that. Um, yeah, there are so good, so good, all of them. So yeah, I, I I concur on the on the Borderlands Two characters. Yeah, actually, when I was looking at a, a bunch of games that for inspiration going through the list, I actually saw borderlands on there and heavily considered adding like handsome jack or claptrap on there yeah so yeah no they they were they're awesome characters for sure yep um and oh and val will be on when we do our life is strange 2 episode because she probably won't play it herself but she will watch me while i play it so uh because we we like to experience those stories um so yeah she'll be on for that episode this reminds me, when we do Life is Strange, are we going to do it by episode? Like, full episodes on yes. each episode? Cool. Yeah, only because 
I'm not gonna be able to wait. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to wait till all the all the episodes come out together to to play through it. So totally with you on that. I have in the past, but I'm no longer there. Uh, so that was from Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Good to hear from me again. It's been a been a little while. Uh, okay. Now on to email feedback. Uh, this is from Eric or Reefer as he's known in the Twitch chat. He says, Hey guys, hope you've had a great week and I hope will survived his road trip. <laughs> I guess the first thing to talk about would be how good Spider-Man is. Colleen has been playing it nonstop. I've barely gotten to play an hour because she's taken over the living room every day when she gets home from work. <laughs> I guess if she gets <laughs> this attached to a game, I know it's very, very good. See horizon zero dawn and breath of the wild. Uh, second, are we doing NFL picks? I have my, I have the Buccaneers every week as usual, and I want my nine and a half points from that ass whooping we put on the Saints. Third, we should really uh, this should really be pod hockey feedback, but I really wanted to talk to Will about Iserman stepping down as GM for the Lightning a couple days ago. Uh, you need to have me on for an episode so I can get my thoughts. I don't think the sky is falling like a lot of local Tampa media does. And fourth, on this day in real life. Uh, on this day in 1788, the Philadelphia Convention sets the date for the first presidential election in the United States, and New York City becomes the country's temporary capital. In 1999, Henry Bliss became the first person to die in an automobile accident. Wow. Uh, 1985's yeah. Mario Brothers is released for the NES in Japan. All right. Wow. First person to die in an automobile accident. That is blowing my mind That right blows now. my mind. 1899. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> that's so weird. Anyway, that's awesome tidbit, Eric. Thank you. Yeah. What happened here? There we go. Okay. Anyway, uh, Spider-Man. I've heard so, nothing but great things about Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that their take on the police is out of touch, but other than that, it's been an yeah. incredible game. Right. Sorry, I I've also had to... read that a few few places. I had to poke fun at game journalism right there. Sure. Uh, but no, everything I've seen from the game is incredible. I really wish I got to play it, but I actually just sold my PlayStation to Johnny, Dan. So Okay. Um, he's going to be playing it here early next week. So Nice. Okay. Uh, NFL picks. Uh, unfortunately, we are not doing NFL picks this year. Um, it's only because I don't think I could take on something like that and and consistently do it yeah you know i actually was uh when i was at the gym the other day i was actually thinking about how i could do this um so i could run it but the thing is i wouldn't be able to do the point spreads that Corey was doing i think the best i would be able to do which is how crazy everything else is, is like being able to keep track of everybody's records by if you picked the underdog, they won. You could just get one for the win column. If you get it wrong, you get a loss. Okay. So that's what I was thinking of doing, honestly. That's your call, Will. Yeah, I just don't know how I'm going to make sure it's all consolidated into one easy package for me. Because I actually have no access to any of our social media accounts anymore because <laughs> I've, been, I've been logged out <laughs> yeah. of all of them. 
So give me another week to ponder. ponder okay. This, then... Yeah, it, it's something we won't start it right yet, but maybe maybe in a couple of weeks we can finish up the season with like a half season thing or whatever. Or and playoffs can be included too. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 discuss and and get back to you. Uh, but but it won't be true the the pick system um that we had last year, unless Corey wants to to <laughs> run that. Well, he can't. I, I think we're gonna keep it the same. If we do do this, you have to pick underdog. Pick the underdog, and you get a point for a win. Yeah. Nothing you lose. So the yeah. spread doesn't matter. Yep. Spread doesn't matter. Just pick an underdog if it's right. Good job. Okay. Uh. Iserman. Yeah, that's crazy. I think he's going back to Detroit. I said this before. Um, his family's in Detroit. He's stepping down because um, he misses the tra- like he travels too much, misses his family, is away too much. So everything seems to point to me when Ken Holland becomes the Seattle GM. Steve Eiserman's going to become the Detroit Red Wings GM. Okay, see, see, I read that Eiserman was going to become the Seattle GM. Really? Yeah, I just read that headline like a few hours ago. Okay, so that was me not having looked at anything hockey the last couple of days, putting that I, together. It, so it would make more sense for him to become the Red Wings GM, though, if if you uh, if if Seattle's going to poach Ken Holland. Well, yeah, because that's what. This was a Ken Holland to Seattle has been something that's been talked about in the past. So that's kind of why I thought that. But I mean, if Seattle, why would you go for Ken Holland when you can get Iserman? Yeah, yeah, because Holland was 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 good, you know, back in the day. He hasn't he hasn't had much success lately. But no, and yeah, because Detroit was well known for their late round gems, you know, and they just haven't had that recently. No, they they have not been as good. Uh, I mean, they were good this draft because they picked high. But um, yeah, no, I didn't see that. I don't think anybody saw it coming. I think they're in good hands, though, with Julian Brisebois. I think he's going to be a phenomenal GM for them. He's been under the best for a while, so he's picking right. it up. He's not going to be able to bring in Eric Carlson because Eric Carlson's a San Jose Shark, <laughs> which yeah, did not expect him to go there. Uh, nope. So we'll be we'll be doing a pond hockey very soon uh right before training camp starts up because i was just so busy this summer that i haven't been able to record it so yeah i was i was supposed to put together an episode and i just never never got around to it well to be fair i never said dan let's do a pond hockey soon either well i think i'm pretty sure i offered to i was like oh yeah i'll get some stuff and we'll do one next week and then i forgot (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you what it's been a crazy summer training camp starts what in a week uh yeah it's pretty soon Okay, so we'll talk. We'll do one within the coming week. So, okay, uh, yeah, and then we'll do them every week until hockey's done. Maybe multi every two a week depends on how much goes on. Yeah, sounds uh, good to me. Yeah. So, um, fourth this day in real life. Yeah, uh, we talked about that. Eighteen ninety nine first automobile accident death. Crazy blows my mind. Okay, so we have Dose. two for the game giveaway. Rachel and Eric, right? Yep. The winner is Rachel. Rachel. Congrats, Rachel. Is this your first time winning? I no, think I is. think she won before. Oh. Pretty well, fair. Rachel, good job winning again. Um, right. One through 150, yes. 
Yes. Boop. A-E-L. Okay. I think that's how you spell it. A-E-L. All right. All right. So number one, 72. 72. Game 72 is The Secret Order 2, Masked Intent. Okay. Next, 146. 146 is Brutal Legend. Okay. One twenty one. One twenty one is Beat Buddy Tale of the Guardians. Okay. One twenty five. One twenty five is Monaco. Ninety six. Ninety six is The Walking Dead four hundred days. Okay. So Rachel, your choices are The Secret Order 2, Masked Intent, uh, Brutal Legend, Beat Buddy, Tale of the Guardians, Monaco, and The Walking Dead 400 Days. Um, So if you don't listen to this right away, I'll probably email you because i got to get caught up. I've got a Tate game that I've got to get and then Rachel. So I'll, I'll... email you within the next couple days and, and get caught up on these because uh, we didn't have feedback last week so oh yeah that's right because uh, we re- we recorded a day early uh, and you know I didn't didn't let people know because we kind of decided at the last minute we were going to record a day early uh, so yeah um, that's everything for this episode uh, next week is likely going to be Shadow of the Tomb Raider I hope to put a significant dent in that uh, starting probably tomorrow night and through the weekend. Uh, yeah, we've got Dragon Quest Eleven episode coming up. We've got Life is Strange 2 episode coming up. And then anything else new that we get. I know Valkyria Chronicles 4 is supposed to come out. So oh, one uh, so if, bad. If, yeah, me too. If I end up getting that, we'll probably have an episode on that in, in October. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, that's all I've got. Will, anything? No, that's it for me, really. All right. That'll do it for episode 373 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.